Okay, welcome back to the Music with Matt podcast. My name is John. And I'm Wes. And today is kind of a special episode. Right. It's special because we're going to try real hard maybe to think of something positive in relation to the topic. I don't know. I mean, there are some positives um, when thinking about this specific topic in in the context of music, Um, but But they are few and far between. I was going to say, even just by how you're talking about it, it (laughs) implies that mostly negative. And of course, we are talking about holiday music. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you Um, didn't figure that out already, uh, holiday time means hopefully spending time with loved ones. Yes. Um, General senses of merriment and cheer and also unfortunately about a month and a half before that the the music starts the holiday the christmas music uh, just it just permeates your environment in the general public whether Mm. you like it or not and it is nice sometimes okay for some songs but I think the problem with holiday music at its core is just the oversaturation of, you know, the handful of traditional songs that have been covered by every pop artist right. and every, you know, saxophonist right. and every <laughs> keyboard player. Um, and whatever Kenny G plays that instrument too. <laughs> that's exactly who I was thinking about. Um, he plays clarinet? Clarinet, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, we can just say woodwinds. General, woodwinds, just, you woodwinds. know, um, if there's a reed involved, then, you know. <laughs> um, but I think that's what the problem ultimately is, is just the oversaturation of it in, you know, the way we move through the world in relation to shopping malls and grocery stores and okay, just general radio listening. Um, but I, so it's, it's, I think, a combination of those traditional songs done over and over and over and over again. Right. Coupled with um, any original Christmas music is also pretty unbearable. Right. Any time somebody new does an original Christmas song, it's just like, I I don't know if I can listen to this. Well, that's right. So for anyone listening, if you haven't figured it out, we're not the hugest (laughs) fans of Christmas music, holiday music. (laughs) Um, There are exceptions, and we can get into that. Mm -hmm. But even just as you're speaking there... Um, some things it's worth kind of dissecting what you just said there. So an aspect of why, and let's not speak in general terms. We'll obviously just speak from our own perspectives as we have a shared opinion on the subject, which is all in all, not the biggest fans of, of Christmas music. So, um, I think that you highlighted one thing there, which is worth noting, which is the notion of oversaturation. So even in the context of like uh, popular music, so mm-hmm. like you might have a band that you love and they have a new album, they release a single and it just was played all over the place. That simply by virtue of that repetition, it makes you like the song less. Yes. Right. So that's not partial. So that aspect of it is not partial to Christmas music. That's more just the nature of something being far too repetitive to a point of it being something you can enjoy. Yes. And that is obviously a part of, of, of like Christmas music because I'm just going to keep saying Christmas music, I think from now on, because I don't know what I know. It's, it's, it's fairest to say the holidays, Mm -hmm. which obviously makes sense. Mm -hmm. I think though, when we're talking about just walking through a shopping mall, perhaps your local drugstore, 
in a restaurant, perhaps. There is a connotation to the Christmas holiday. It's itself. probably going to yes. be Christmas music. Yes. So let's, for the purposes of this conversation, we're gonna we'll just focus in on Christmas music, um, and and so. So again, I, I guess it's like the the repetition and the fact that again it just permeates your environment. Like again, in the retail context specifically, like once it's the beginning of November, you just walk into a store and all of a sudden you're like, oh no, there it is, mm-hmm. Christmas music. So, so the repetition and the fact that it permeates your environment without your your choice, obviously, are things that work against the enjoyment of Christmas music. So that's one thing that you just said. Mm-hmm. Now. Let's think about the song creation itself. Right. The idea behind Christmas music. I'm going to say, if I'm going to kind of, you know, strip back what you've just said, it it seems like maybe Christmas music might have a chance with you. Like maybe the way the intent with someone writing a Christmas song might be okay because it would attempt to celebrate key aspects of Christmas, which is, again, cheer, merriment, uh, a bushel of holly hanging from your doorframe, <laughs> uh, a Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. Yes. You um, know, how loyal are your branches? Is that one of the lies, by the way? How, I don't know, but that's kind of a cool We line. should look it up. It's yeah. also strange. Yeah. Um, whoever wrote that song was questioning there's like potentially infidelity whatever relationship they're <laughs> yeah. in they're like okay I'll write a song about a Christmas tree but I'm bringing yeah. in the relationship yeah, okay yeah, no yeah. matter what I should look it up um, no I mean lyrical content aside I think musically there's a lot of cool elements especially to more of the traditional songs right okay. um, because when you cover a song you can do it in a bunch of different ways especially something that was created you know a long time ago how lovely are your branches, by the How way? How lovely. Wait, makes way more sense. <laughs> I like this. I like the scenario of someone. They're in a relationship. They're a songwriter. Yeah. They're in a relationship. Yeah. There's infidelity. Yeah. It's brewing, and that's what. That's yeah. how they channel it. Anyway, sorry. How lovely are your branches? Um, yeah, lyrical content. I mean, I think also it is kind of cool to a certain respect that like those songs have lasted as long as they have. Mind you, there's like a commercial value attached to them, which right. is so innate with the season and the christmas holiday itself yeah um i don't know well let's i don't want to spend too long on what we dislike about this whole Mm -hmm. genre because there are some great things about christmas music right and what is an example of a good thing so right Uh, an example of a good thing, generally speaking, would be something that doesn't in any way resemble Christmas. Music. Right. No, I'm just um, and I'm not even talking about music, just anything. No. Um, so I would say, for me, the easiest one is the Vince Guaraldi trio, the, yes. the like Charlie Brown Charlie Christmas. Brown. Because, you know, I think it, it allows you to tick both boxes where it's kind of like the music itself is able to stand alone. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't necessarily feel like the uh, like trying too hard to resemble characteristics of Christmas music. But then at the same time on like the album, that at least that I'm familiar with, like some of those songs are, um, you know, jazzy nods to mm-hmm. traditional Christmas songs, mm-hmm. which is cool, mm-hmm. which I think is like a way to kind of maintain that sort of tradition, but do it in a new way. 
and that's a fine line too. You know what I mean? Like if, you know, if I'm hearing Kenny G do a Christmas classic, I might not be as into it. Jazzy Christmas can be a bad thing. It can be a real, and and like, like you said too, like also, I don't know if I hear like Taylor Swift or Britney Spears do a Christmas classic, I probably won't like it. I'm just going to say it without even hearing it. I know this is a (laughs) hypothetical I'm sort of posing, although they've also done Christmas music. I'm just going to assume I probably won't like it. And yet they do the same thing as Vince Guaraldi. So this is like an interesting thing. It's that fine line, right? Like, and I, I and I guess like maybe it's not as over the top, and that's why it's passable. The, I don't the know. subtleties, I think, of of that album in particular. I also think that one thing that holds up well about it is there's like it's mainly instrumental, right? Um, which I think is pretty cool because. You know, yeah. I, again, back to the lyrical content. A lot of the lyrical content of Christmas music is, is pretty annoying. Yeah. Um. So it's nice to just have those instrumental pieces. Yeah. Also, like the the main, like the central song from that album is just like who who do do who do. Yeah. That one. So much fun. Yes. Right. And then there's even the one like, but but the album itself like goes goes through so many different kinds of songs too, and there's like the yeah. very somber, sad one that yes. just like rips your heart out every time. Slow you hear. Hoodoo, yeah, 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 yes, hoodoo, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like calming at the same time. I know it's, it's still weird. Fit, it's still yeah. like fits in yeah. with the rest of the record. Yeah, yeah. but it's tragic. I know. Um, yeah, which is too bad. Again, if you think about um, when you think about just like the spirit of Christmas, that's not what you would associate. And yet it still, it still works. And I guess that's more thinking of the, like the album in its entirety and how in terms of, you know, it works as a Christmas album. Um, But but I think that's reflective too of, of the fact that Christmas isn't like necessarily a great time for everybody. That's, you know, there's many emotions that transpire at Christmas. Maybe you don't get along with family members. Maybe you've lost family members. Maybe that's not something that you've, experience in a positive way ever like you know there's so many different things so i think within the context of that album it's nice that it has so many different sounds without you know putting its own lyrics on it now lyrics are interpretive as well you don't have to take lyrics for face value but when there's uh an absence of lyrics i think it's you you can project more of your own sort of experience on a piece on instrumental piece of music 100 100 you're like kind of um, the emotional sort of meaning or, or like value to the music that you're listening to isn't as, as isn't delegated as much by mm-hmm. the lyrics for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and also I was going to say too, like what you said in terms of family, like some people also maybe Christmas marks the absence of gifts, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Whereas maybe like mm-hmm. for whatever reason you can't receive mm-hmm. uh, or give, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the context mm-hmm. might be. Um, so like another thing, a sort of somber aspect of Christmas, which is interesting uh, to think about, as well but you're you're i think you're onto something with the more instrumental aspect of it i think for myself i think that's probably one of the reasons why that song that that album lands well with me you know absolutely and 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 just in general i feel like when you know say i'm at a social gathering of sorts and somebody says like hey wes you you like music how about you throw on some christmas music for us I will Pass. almost always do, but but when I do, it's like big bandy, right. or it's like instrumental, it's old timey, jazzy, you right. know, like those kinds of things are the go to. I thought you were gonna say you like usually throw up in your mouth or something. Like I, that. I throw the speaker out the window. <laughs> oh, no, no kidding. music, sorry. Um, yeah. No, but it, I I feel like that's sort of the go to as opposed to something, um, 
with lyrical content. Now, right. Here, here's a challenge for you. Is is there a good Christmas song from your perspective with lyrics? Challenge accepted. And I do actually have an answer, which is great. I was going to ask you the same question because uh, thinking about songs with lyrics, I actually, you know this about me. I don't really pay attention to song lyrics. Yes. So I should actually look them up to confirm that this is a song that I do like. <laughs> 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 lyrics are interpretive as well as we just True, went over yeah, so yeah, it can yeah, mean yeah. whatever you want it to mean um it's hard to interpret them when you have no idea what they are though right. but uh <laughs> i would say the song oh holy night okay and again no idea what the lyrical content is i will make a point of looking it up mm. but to me the thing that is cool about it and i guess this is more in terms of just a general appreciation of the music and less so because it's a christmas song but it starts off, it has like a sort of more positive, like, um, you know, it's in a major key. It's It sounds great. But then it turns to a minor key and it has like, to me, a certain um, like kind of eerie ominousness. Ominousness? Is that a word? Uh, I mean, ominous? it's just ominous. It is ominous. <laughs> it is ominous. Um, <laughs> so, you know... It's kind of like what you're saying with the Charlie Brown Christmas thing, too, where it's like it has the upside, it has the downside. I don't necessarily um, think about that when I when I like the song. I just like the contrast of the light and the dark, which is kind of cool, too, with Christmas, right? It's like a nice time of year. It's nice to see snow falling as well and things like that. But at the same time, if you see snow, it's like it's winter. Winter's cold. You know, it's harder to get to places and things like that. So, um. I would say, and again, I'm going to make a point of looking up the lyrics, but I would say Oh Holy Night has always been one where I'm like, this is actually a, a pretty mm-hmm. cool song, which is also very much one of those classic numbers that you could expect to hear yes. on like a Christmas song. But I, th- I think what's whatever. cool about that song too is is that there's so much space because there's, there's definitely religious connotations to the lyrics, yeah. right? Um but I, th- I think what's cool about that song and just like thinking of like versions that I've heard is there's a lot of space for cool vocal things like beautiful yeah. harmonies, choir yes. vocals, yes. you know, different melodical takes on that piece because it's traditionally a bit of a slower piece. Yeah. So which gives more space for um, sort of vocal experimentation. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I like that song, but okay. I appreciate the fact that you do (laughs) very kind that's the that's the most generous answer you could give yeah to me that song is is akin to feces but i like that you like it (laughs) um but uh yeah stars are brightly shining it's the night of the dear savior's birth and then it changes, fall on your knees, oh, hear the angels' voices, oh, night Oh, but divine. then you hear those, like, versions of it where they get, like, real intense on the fall on yeah. your knees, and it's... Led by the light of faith, serenely beaming. Yeah, you lost me there. Anyway, <laughs> unless you're talking about light, yeah. like, literal light, like, yeah. from, you know, yeah. your Christmas tree, the Christmas lights. Um, okay, so same question, flip to you, though. Christmas song, and, like, I guess a traditional Christmas song. Traditional. Okay, so not, so not then. But what's a, what's a Christmas song that has lyrics that you can? I mean, get behind. First thing that comes to mind is Mariah Carey. No, yeah, dude, that song rocks. All I want for Christmas is you. That yeah, one? man. Oh no. Yes, absolutely. Really? I mean, I understand it's a hit. And this like, is a pop sensation. That it's song, true. right? I feel like she probably. 
it would be of all the money she's ever made, I would be curious to know what percentage has come from that song Majority. specifically. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Because of the replay value, yeah. like we're talking about. Yeah. Like all of those department stores in and around certainly North America, I don't know about like internationally, every year get multiple plays. And here's what I appreciate about that song. And I feel like we've talked about this in the past, just kind of like my general... Um, I wouldn't say love because I, I the replay value isn't there on pop music for me. But when I hear a good pop song, I'm mm-hmm. just like taken in. And there's just so many things about that song that are great. Like, first of all, Mariah Carey's an incredible vocalist. It's a great voice. Right. And she does like go all over the place with that song. Yeah. Um, the production value of that song is immaculate. Right. right. And, and li- listen to it with a good pair of headphones because okay. there's so much happening. I this may not surprise you. I've never yeah. gone out of my way to listen to that song with headphones. I, and that's or fair, in general. Yeah. yeah. Do yourself a favor. Well, that's, um, that's a that's a tough challenge to accept. Yeah. My Christmas gift to you, John. <laughs> um, is, no, that but that like that to me uh, epitomizes like Christmas music, the good and the bad, because okay. you listen to that song more than once in a period of twelve months. Yeah, it you you want to like stub your toe and and you know focus on other things because it's wildly obnoxious. Yeah, um, but as as far as a pop song goes, okay, it, it yep. it's pretty cool. Okay, um, now that's fair. So and I just I I'm just like looking up the lyrics uh, here oh, for yeah. this. It's it's not deep. I don't think. So the thing that's cool, I was gonna say is. Um, Oh, no, there's mention specifically to a Christmas tree. I was going to say, I wondered, uh, oh, and then Santa Claus. Okay, I wondered even how much of it was, like, really appealing to this Christmas idea. Maybe it was more so about the idea of wanting to mm-hmm. be with people mm-hmm. that you love mm-hmm. around the holiday mm-hmm. time. Um, I just want you for my own more than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. All I want for Christmas is you, you, baby. Oh, I won't ask for much this Christmas. I won't even wish for snow. And I'm just going to keep on waiting underneath the mistletoe. I, okay, so the, we're taking a lot of boxes of Christmas <laughs> traditions here. Um, oh, oh, we're hitting all of the uh, all of the sort of cliche Christmas yeah. imagery. I won't even see you stay awake to hear those magic reindeer click. Um, okay, so that one, though, Mariah Carey. And again, you're not alone. I think a lot of people. I'm not putting it on the mix of Christmas songs, but right, you know, in terms of Christmas songs with lyrics that I can digest, okay. you know. And it, so, and sorry, go ahead. No, that was that was kind of where. Okay, I, okay. I, I so that what what I was going to say is interesting. Is like off the top, we kind of talked about how new, original, like newer groups mm-hmm, doing original mm-hmm. Christmas songs. Oh. Right. It's like that that's that's where original Christmas songs like you know that were created past 1960 even 1950 right like were somewhat acceptable. Okay. That 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 is the only song on that list. Right. So it's interesting that that you can you can tick that box. Original. Wham last Christmas is also like oh. like kind of a, a great catchy fun pop and song. again kind of brings in this concept of like upbeat and happy mixed with sort mm-hmm. of sad and, and somber somber lyrical content yeah. yeah the very next day you gave it away yeah. last christmas i gave you my heart yeah like 
That's so nice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out of my way to give you my heart. And then the very next day you gave it away. The like, regifter. Right. <laughs> now, what's the this year? I don't know. What's the next line? I, I can't go any farther off the top of my head. But we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we, uh, whenever that line comes up, yeah. once the next one comes, I've hit stop yeah, or skip yeah, already. Yeah. Um, I've This is interesting for me because I've, I've never really looked at the lyrics, which, again, is not uncommon for me in general, but especially with Christmas songs. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day, you gave it away. This year, to save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. Okay, great. So in this, you know, the, the character here in this song has, they've reached a place of empowerment. They're not going to, they're not going to go through that again, right? <laughs> Love is a cherished thing. I'm not going to, you know. Look at you dissecting lyrical <laughs> content. Um, okay, so as the song goes on, still just a reflection of, of what, what utterly was a mistake. Um, the thing that I want to know is at one point, does this, does this character find someone who receives the love? Well, um, now I found a real love. You'll, you'll never fool me again. Hmm. So there's resentment. Yeah. Okay. A face on a lover with a fire in his heart, a man undercover, but you tore me apart. Oh, oh, now I found a real love. You'll never fool me again. Um, Okay. For the most part, the general spirit is they're upset. <laughs> He's upset. We can take that away. Which um, is too bad. Because also, even if the person, the newer person who received his heart, even if George Michael was like happy to do that, you know, if I were, were the recipient of that, I would be like, it doesn't feel like you're doing this because you want to. It feels like you're doing this because you want to sort of like mm-hmm. spite the other person mm-hmm. who spited you the year previously, you know? It's like you're just like a tool in the... You're just a cog in the wheel at that point. Um, that song's not bad, though, actually. I would say Wham! Last Christmas, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I would take that over Mariah Carey. I don't know if you would. They're in the same category. Like, the, yeah. like By no means am I ever creating a playlist around them or right. or sharing them with other people. Or But when they come on and I'm at the grocery store, I I don't want to you know, throw myself out of the building. Right. You're not like plugging your ears and yeah. running to your car or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there you go. And inadvertently, I guess I found a more pop version of a, or a pop song mm-hmm. that I don't mm-hmm. mind. That's mm-hmm. a Christmas song would be Wham! Last Christmas. I mean, that's again, like that's a relative. It's a stretch, I suppose. But there you go. But now there is a song that we both kind of um, love that we stumbled on last year around oh, this time oh yeah and it has lyrics true walking in the air walking in the air by peter ari or something like that something like it's an old older piece um that song rips it's incredible and it's like so sad but like again calming again like happy joyous but like you feel everything all at once and and i i'm sure most people I don't know if I've ever heard it before, and yet I it just sounded so familiar. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I would say, though, so this, I've seen a couple of things. Peter Auty, A-U-T-Y. Something like that, yeah. But then also Howard Blake comes up in terms of maybe lyrics. Um, You know, though, 
I suppose, you know, when we came across this song, there was a video that accompanied it. And it's like a kid that's floating through the sky with a snowman. And it's the winter time and things like that, which is cool. It's not, I feel like it's not even really specifically a Christmas song in terms of the lyrical content. Like, unlike Cause the, Wham, the story or Mariah Carey or the, whatever. The boy and the, the, the snowman, like, go on an adventure together. Yeah, it's more about just, like, being on a mission in but, the wintertime. There's actually no real... But it makes... It's kind of Christmassy, though, like, unequivocally, right? Like, I guess so. Again, in terms of the accompanying imagery, but the song itself, to me, almost, like, may lack some of the key characteristics to tick the box of Christmas song. You know? Hmm. We're walking in the air. We're floating in the moonlit sky. The people far below are sleeping as we fly. I'm holding very tight. I'm riding in the midnight blue. I'm finding I can fly so high above with you. Far across the world, the vi- villages go by like trees, the rivers and the hills, the forest and the streams. So like... Oh, I've got chills already. It's awesome. <laughs> Again, and like musically, the chord progression and stuff like that is so cool. Ridiculous. Uh, and it was presented to us in the context w- in like with a group of some of the folks that we were working with. Like it was presented to us as a song where they're like, I like this Christmas song. Mm-hmm. And it was very well received by everyone mm-hmm. in that group, mm-hmm. including us, obviously. Mm-hmm. But even just reading the lyrics, it's like that could be any song. You're right. I, and this is a song that I do share with people. Yeah. When they say, hey, what's a good Christmas song? I'm this one. Yeah. Um, so maybe to end off the, the episode today, what is one song you cannot stand that's a Christmas song? Anything that's not the songs mentioned today. <laughs> <laughs> one song in particular. What's your like? Oh, I got one. P- power rankings of like all time worst Christmas song. And I, 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 uh, it's already in my head. I was gonna say I'm reluctant to say it's because it's gonna get stuck in my head. But I think it's Paul McCartney. It might be the biz, the Beatles. But like simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Oh yeah, who is that? I loathe that song. I, I don't man. know if it's. Beatles. It might be Paul McCartney, though. I mean, it it represents the part of Paul McCartney's music that I absolutely hate. Paul McCartney for me is Doctor Jekyll and or no, it's like the it's like the two angels on your shoulder. Paul McCartney and the Wings, nineteen seventy nine. Wings too. That's yeah. too bad because I don't mind Wings at all. But like, you know, on one hand, one shoulder, it's like Paul McCartney, the genius. I love your music, the cool songs that you create. The other hand is like Paul McCartney. That side, yeah. just the fluffy, horrible pop side right. that is just the worst. And that is the aspect of like even the Beatles catalog that I can't get behind. That's a whole other episode. But anyway, that song comes to mind. For me, it's easily the Alvin and the Chipmunks oh, of course. <laughs> Christmas song. If you could if you could like have the most annoying sound yeah. on a piece of music, it would be that voice. Yes. Coupled with just the idea of a Christmas, Christmas song. songs <laughs> in, in just like wildly obnoxious ways. And the, the music in that song is very, very sparse. Yeah. There might be a little guitar, a, right. a, a very loose, maybe like kick drum beat and some uh-huh. strings and that's it. And then the vocal and it's, it, it's unbearable. It's like, <laughs> it's like the people who are like, how can we really monetize things this Christmas? And they're like, you know what? Let's go somewhere else with it. What if we made the worst possible song ever? And maybe that was the goal because yeah. they potentially succeeded. Now we should we should do some research and like look for some interviews of whoever wrote that song and find out how they feel about things now. 
probably living in their mansion from the royalties on that song. Well, <laughs> but maybe hating every part of it. Sure, well, sure. Maybe not. Yeah. Like, the view's great, but I really don't like myself as a person. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. No, but it makes me think of that group uh, Warrant and that song mm. Cherry Pie. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you see interviews with the, the, the singer, I think he's the singer, at least the person who in the band who wrote that song, mm-hmm. the record label was literally like, give us sort of like a fluff pop radio kind of rock song. And that one was written, and it's just like, lo and behold, that's the song that everyone knows mm-hmm. by that group. Nothing else. Uh, I mean, maybe there's some hardcore like Warrant fans out there, but most people just know the song Cherry Pie, and so he and he's just like, I fucking hate that song. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wonder if that's the same as the person who. But Alvin and the Chipmunks was a thing. It wasn't even just that song. It was a show. Yeah, it was a show, movie, all all of the above, and and um. We gotta look. We gotta look into that. We will. We'll get back to you next time. Anyways, um, enjoy uh, your holiday yeah. season, everyone. <laughs> as always, thanks for listening. Enjoy the holidays. Um, if you, if there's any music that you like that you think you know stands a chance that we didn't mention, let us know. Also, check out Walking in the Air. Yeah, it's please good. do. That's it's a great. Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, but yeah, have a great holiday season, and uh, we'll catch up with you.